We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Major League Baseball is back in a few short hours, and we have a lot to catch up on here on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. I'm Clay Link of Rotowire.com here with FSWA Hall of Famer Todd Zola. Always a pleasure, Todd. I mentioned uh, games resuming. Seems like maybe some weather uncertainty around the country, but uh, our first full slate tentatively uh, back after the All-Star break. How are you doing today on this Friday? I was doing all right until you said there's weather issues. I haven't checked yet. We got to, we got it's out daily tonight. So, you know what? I'm not going to say I would have checked because I've forgotten to check before. <laughs> But there's a pretty good chance I would have checked. Um, no, it's a bummer if there's if there's if there's rain. But um, I assume you mean rain and not anything else. But doing yeah. well. Uh, had I didn't I didn't have the same break that those that went to Vegas had, but had a nice little uh, few days off and uh, catching up with some other stuff. It was it was kind of nice. It's uh, it is good to be back. I made a comment that uh, you know what? It's kind of cool this year. That all the teams are back on Friday and they you know they start the same day. Then last night I'm like, you know what? Can I take that back? I want baseball tonight. So <laughs> anyway. Well, yeah, kind of selfishly, I was hoping to watch a game last night, but you know, I mentioned those weather concerns. Just a lot of red on the Rotowire lineups page. I don't know which of these are under serious threats, but it looks like 65% chance of rain in Baltimore. A chance of rain in Philly tonight. Chance of rain in Queens as well. So just keep an eye out. Yeah, some of these closer to first pitch. Yeah, some of these are um, just summertime humidity, thunderstorm at any time. Mm. Although you know, so this is uh, this is the you know the weather report page on our site is really cool. Yeah, it's awesome. And yeah, and um, it, it carries over like you said to the lineup page. Yeah, if you're on our lineups page, you'll see like the different. You know, flag games with chances of uh, of inclement weather. But then, if you go to lineups, hover over lineups and go to weather report, there's an even more in depth. Uh, yeah. Our, our weather guy Peter Jizik does incredible work. You can see his little blurbs for each game. It looks like the one he has he has several as possible, but the, a, po- a likely delay is uh, in Kansas City tonight. So, I know you were thinking about glass now. Like, 
could maybe throw a wrinkle in that tonight, but but yeah, still yeah. A very very appealing. That's yeah for rival. Option. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'll have to look into that. Absolutely, definitely. Just wanted to plug our, our weather report page because that's kind of a sneaky uh, little source for you guys to use because our weather guy really does great work every single day. But yeah, it was great going to Vegas. I uh, got to meet a ton of great people from the GDC side that I'd never met before. Oh, yeah, yeah. If you know me, I've been uh, sober from alcohol for about three years now, Todd. So it was a little bit of a different experience for me. I've never been to Vegas before uh, sober (laughs) from alcohol. But I had my fun and uh, made it to the Mob Museum. You know, I'm a big Sopranos guy. The Mob Museum was fantastic. The actual wall from the 1924 St. Valentine's Day Massacre, just unbelievable. But let's talk some baseball. We got baseball back, and I saw the A's promoting two of their top prospects together, Tyler Soderstrom and Zach Geloff. So kind of an interesting addition to the pool here, both players, especially uh, Soderstrom in a two-catcher league. But Geloff, it was the PCL. did have a 929 OPS, 12 homers and 20 bags. And only 69 games with Triple uh, A Las Vegas. So this guy, I imagine, will be a hot pickup this weekend. But you said it. It's the, not only is it the PCL, it's Vegas in the speaking of Vegas. Yes, it's Vegas in the PCL. You, you didn't go to a game out there, did you? No, I didn't get to a game. Yeah, well, I, one year I did with uh, Brent Brent Hershey. I think it was for a USA Today when when I was when Masters Ball was affiliated with with USA Today. We went out for a conference, and we, you know, Brent and I, let's go to a game. So we we didn't anyway. Um, nice park. Um, we had James, Eric, and I had James on tomorrow's show for MLB Series Six MLB Network Radio, and James thinks that Geloff and Sutterson are both going to play. You know, maybe not every day, but pretty much full time. Um, mm-hmm. Where they hit in the order, we're not sure. We have Geloff leading off in our – are the orders out yet? No, they're not out yet. That's had, just the expected order. Yeah, we had yeah. – yeah, we had – yeah, I wanted to make sure. So we had our – we have Geloff in the expected order, uh, Soderstrom hitting fourth or fifth, which is a, a good spot for fantasy. So, yeah, interested. Um, interested in seeing what happens. And uh, we there's still some bids, and these are AL players, and I've got an AL-only team where I've got the hammer, so I'm going to have to decide if – if I if these are the guy if these are better than the guys coming over to deadline and an extra couple of weeks et cetera et cetera et cetera. Yeah, I, I guess the real question is, do you have the fab dollars left to go out and get either of these guys? In AO labor, I do. Yeah, I don't really have in, in my NFBC. I don't think I have the uh, the budget to go out and acquire either of those guys. But Geloff. Um, he only went for eight in the Rotowire Stake League last night. I thought that was a pretty nice pickup by Jake Latarski. Uh, I spent my last 10 last week <laughs> on a Trevor story. There are $0 bids allowed here, but yes, for the rest of the season, I will be leaning on $0 bids. I I guess I'm just really banking on two good months out of Trevor story when he comes back. He was my 19th or 20th pick. In all of the underdog, I only I say all. I think I did five, six, seven, somewhere in that range. Second half underdog. Um, I said underdog. Uh, 
No, underdog. I meant underdog. I'm mixing up rival and underdog. I meant underdog this time. Sorry, sponsors. Yeah, in my second half underdog best balls, I picked up story and sale like 19th and 20th in almost every draft. Almost being five, six or seven of them. Yeah. Nice, man. Anyway, we'll see. Well, um, let's talk about some other pickups from the Rotowire Stake League last night. Uh, Jose Quintana picked up. Activated, yeah. Yeah, activated from the injured list. Activated from the 60-day injured list. Yeah, yeah. So he uh, yeah. he took that full 30 days on rehab. And mm-hmm. look, arms are scarce, so I I get it. Let me check our probable starters grid. Is, is he starting, I assume, pretty soon? Yeah, I remember going over his name or figuring out how many innings he was going to pitch, mm-hmm. you know, looking at his log in the minors. And, I mean, I don't see any restrictions. Like you said, he took the full 30 days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have him penciled in for July 19th, so next Wednesday against the White Sox. That uh, that would make some sense, especially because yeah, they, they stretched him out. They kept him down for a long time. And then, yeah, David Peterson still on the roster. Maybe they move him to long relief, or maybe they send him down. Uh, we'll, we'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I mean, to, to sort of follow through, I know a lot to talk about today. Katana didn't really do all that well in the minors. So mm-hmm. um, he went four and a third, but he gave up five runs in his last outing. So, I mean, it's a risk. I understand stashing him, but whether one uses him next week or not, right off the bat, is uh, it's some, somewhat risky. Yes, absolutely. Uh, other pickups from last night. Uh, Dane Myers, outfielder for the – Miami Marlins hit a home run just before the All-Star break, his first career homer. So that was in the uh, Sunday before the break. And then, yeah, he had uh, – it was just a six big league game. So six games, he's got nine hits. Yeah. Good for a 409 average. Um, not a player, you know, I know a lot about. Not a buzzy prospect or anything. What can you tell us about Dane Meyer? Myers? I, I mean, I had to look him up just like you and, and – nothing on my memory and to me it was more about trying to figure out you know, is he going to continue to play what is mm-hmm. miami going to do who was hurt who is who were they looking to replace and i don't know i mean you, you know you, you've still got jesus sanchez and you still got brian de la cruz so um i'm not sure uh, i think it had it was more of a more of a jazz chisholm hedge right with, with Chisholm being out. So I think he plays until Chisholm's back. And after that, Miami goes with a hot hand. So we'll see. Yeah, it's a unique cat here. Uh, we heard, uh, I just saw a comment in the chat from our buddy Uncle Ted, who's friend of the show, that Dane Myers is a converted pitcher. So 27 years old, a big guy, 6'2, 205. We'll see what he can do. Yeah, it's. Uh, He's had as many as 25 homers at double A, so uh, we'll see what he can yeah, do. Because Abasel Garcia is, yeah. I mean, I look I look for more notes than we have on him. And when we don't have a note, it usually means there isn't one. I couldn't find anything. He's just kind of in liberty and in, in limbo right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Steven Matz picked up the why the Cardinals. <laughs> Are going to be keeping him in the rotation, but they've said that, why. I think it was John Moselock who came out and said, you know, we're we're trading people, and 
we're trading our veterans. So it seems like we're on the verge of a full on tear down there in St. Louis. We'll see. We'll I mean, see. You wouldn't start Mats against the Nats this weekend, though. You know, it is the Nationals. No, I, I wouldn't start Mats against my little league team. <laughs> no, I mean, I, that's kind of mean. I'm not impressed with Steven Matz. I would not. Yeah. The Na- no, all would, played that yeah, game yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah, I couldn't see it. Daniel Bard, a $4 pickup. Uh, you know, we were kind of amongst us in the company wondering what we should do with the Rockies closer situation because Justin Lawrence hasn't really had one in a while. Bard came back and got one, but was it a one-off? It's just, you know, it's the Rockies. They're just abysmal. Um do you want it to do anything with either of these guys, or you hands off on Bard and Lawrence? Uh, no, I'm hands off on Colorado in general. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so no, not not interested. Yeah, that's. Uh, I guess that's just the speaks to the desperation of people needing saves. Uh, how about this? I somehow missed this. All star Michael Lorenzen was available. Yeah, he's only got three wins, but man, I. Could have used him. Uh, $3 ad there. Alex Call for a buck. He's been up and down, but he is uh, back up and is up to eight steals now. So they're probably a team that's, well, they're probably like the only absolute locked in seller. Nationals, yeah. Yeah. And I wouldn't think the, you know, Call is probably going to get traded. So maybe they they clear clear room for Call to, to play. He's got five homers and eight bags. Uh, Joey Wendell, I know a former favorite of yours. He goes for a buck. You, uh, you give Joey Wendell another chance? If you need a guy to plug in your lineup and it's a, you got, it's just a fairly deep league. He's eligible in a lot of places. Sure. Um, I mean, Hmm. I'd, I'd I'd like to be able to, you know, always, always consider putting him in my lineup and finding somebody just a little better, but I think he has to be in consideration. Yeah, for sure. Um, ben Lively, a dollar pickup. Joel Piamps, uh, Patrick Wisdom. These guys are all from here on a zero dollar ad. Wisdom, Jose Caballero, Alec Marsh, Shintaro Fujinami. He's uh, been actually pitching well in relief. Then Nick Lodolo, other potential pickups. Um, Christopher Sanchez got some mention in the chat, and he has been pitching okay. Uh, that game tonight is under the threat of rain, so we'll just have to wait and see there. But uh, And kind of a tough start after the break against the underperforming Padres, but still a tough matchup. Um, been pitching really well, though, so far, Christopher Sanchez. Yeah, I, actually, that was my, my paragraph I bought him at ESPN today, was there's not a lot of streamers mm-hmm. available for today. Um, he is one but it is against the Padres. It's one of those things where by the numbers, the Padres aren't a very good offense, but are you comfortable streaming against the Padres? One of those things. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Kenta Maeda, Corey Jolks, another guy who on CBS leagues have been pitting. Maeda was available. Wow. Well, he's, well, that's i uh, I'm looking now we've gone through the fab pickup. So I'm looking at the roster trends. On oh, Super okay. Games. Okay. Oh, okay. M- most added. He's, he's on there. Uh, Corey jokes, Matt Manning too. Um, and Alec Manoa, you know, encouraging outing before the 
before the break. We'll see if you can build on that. Any other players uh, on your mind or any any thoughts before we move on? 700, 780 players are on my mind. Um, ah, it's, I'm looking forward to some ball tonight. Uh, I mean, we were talking two-star pitchers. Um, I think doing a little DFS work to, to get going. I think an interesting call for tonight is uh, Carlos Rodon, the Yankees in Colorado. Mm. Colorado is, even at home, is just terrible against lefties. I'm not sure if it's a donkey move playing Rodon in DFS. Um, but, I mean, I may have to break my rule. Because, I mean, factoring in Coors Field, the Rockies just can't hit lefties. So I think that's it. You know, I think I think you start Radone in traditional fantasy leagues if you have them. Yeah, I could see that. I mean, anytime you see at Colorado, you get scared. But and the over under is eleven runs tonight. I'll say, but Yankees are favored. Uh, well, yeah, it's going to be nine to two. They got the Yankees are going against Gomber. <laughs> yeah, that could very well be the case. So a couple a battle of uh, southpaws there in Colorado tonight. Let's talk a little bit about uh, our sponsor, Rival Fantasy. Let me tell you first a little bit about their platform. Rival Fantasy is the fantasy platform reinventing the way daily and weekly games are played. And they brought new games to the ballpark this year that fantasy players won't find anywhere else. Rival Fantasy's games include Fantasy Bingo, head-to-head player challenges, and Fantasy Book, where users can select over-unders for two to five players. With games like this, Daily Fantasy has never been better right now. Rotowire listeners can get a $50 protected first play. That means if you win your first play, you keep your winnings. But if you lose your entry, Rival will fully refund you up to 50 bucks. Go to play.rivalfantasy.com slash sign up. Use code RotowireMLB at sign up and deposit a minimum of $25 to get your first entry on Rival protected up to $50. Now is the time to step up to the plate and become a Rival today. Welcome to the arena Mention the weather concerns tonight. Keep a close eye on those. May affect our picks for rival tonight. But uh, Todd, who's who's uh, caught your attention tonight on the the uh, rival platform? Yeah, the, the pitching. It was just to me. It was a shorter, a smaller number of pitches they normally have available. So I just nothing really stood out. Um, talk about the rain, Tyler Glass now. I don't even think he's I, – I have him over 21.4. I don't have him a ton over 21.4, but I do have him over against Kansas City. So that w- that might be one of my picks. But one of the things about the rain is, you know, if it's – say it's short, you know, if he st- comes out after three innings, it counts, but he's not going to get the points because, uh, you know, you don't pitch. So I'm going to have to reconsider that one. Um you know, DFS is different. Everybody backs off him in DFS. You get an, a roster ship advantage here. I mean, it's, it doesn't. You just don't make it. Um, Louis Castillo. I actually considered Eduardo Rodriguez in this game too, but I, I just think Seattle would win, so I, I went with Castillo. Um, Nineteen points. I'm looking at over twenty-one in my rankings, so I, I like Castillo to start the second half strong and. I, like I said, there were just weren't a lot of pictures that caught my eye. Corbin Burns, I like, but it you know it's 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 that it's that Cincinnati team, you know they're mm-hmm. uh, you just you don't want to mess with the Reds anymore, which is scary. 
Yeah, you really don't. <laughs> and I'm not after, after last week, my friend, I'm not touching Aaron Savali. You know, I blew it last week too. Oh, I had gosh. I had the under on glass now going up against Atlanta and uh he, he left that game with cramps. He didn't get the win, but he still pitched out of this world, so uh, I blew that one. I, I'm tempted to go glass now, but again, that's the one game that our weather guy has as the, the top concern there in Kansas City. Uh, eight, uh, 66% chance of rain, according to our yeah. weather, or according to our lineups page. 15 yeah. mile per hour winds. Uh, so that one worries me a little bit. Um, I think I am going to go Luis Castillo on the over 1909s. Just seems. So nice when that over and there's only seven runs there in Seattle. And Seattle favored in that game at home. So I mean Luis Castillo seems like a really you know, good, really good bet tonight. You know where I'm going? Hmm. Now it this kind of incorporates that rain thing in. I think I'm gonna go under on Kyle Hendricks. Yeah. Uh A, I get to root for my Red Sox. Yeah. That's and game. what if there's a rain game and he comes out after three, you know? So uh, I'm going to go, and it's 13. So it's kind of, it's one of those things that you got to get to them early because you can get 13 points going four or five innings and having an okay game, not a great game. So I may, uh, it's the first game back. Let's have some fun. I may, I may replace glass now with Kyle Hendricks and take the under. I like that. I like that. I think, you know, I'm, <laughs> my heart saying, Graham Ashcraft because the over under is only 10.52. But my mind says, Look, you like the guy, you're rooting for him, but there's not much there statistically to hang your hat on. So I'll steer away from uh, Graham Ashcraft. And I think I'll go with weather concerns in Queens. I think given the weather and they're going against the Dodgers, I'm going to take the under on Verlander. It's only 15.56, but, man, Verlander's been super disappointed. Well, not super disappointed. Lately, lately he's been turning it on. He's been okay. Yeah, he's been better lately. Still, though, I mean, 2Ks, 6Ks, 5, 5. Yeah. Just the strikeout punch. I mean, I'm going to, again, take my projections with a grain of salt, but I have him for 14.9, so it's under. It is under. And you there's know? the weather concerns. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, a 62% chance of rain, windy. Dodgers favored on the road, over under eight runs. So, yeah, I'm going to – you're right that he has been better lately, but the K is just still lagging way behind. Yeah, 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 So, yeah. he's been a little fortunate with the long ball lately, too. So, I'm thinking the Dodgers touch him up for a couple homers. Maybe there's – maybe rain affects uh, his workload tonight. Give me the under on Verlander to pair with the over on Luis Castillo. All right. Any other uh, rival picks you like tonight? I uh, did a couple hitters. Um, I'll take the over on George Springer. I didn't write down who they're going against. Can we, we can look it up real quick. Yeah, let me take a peek. Uh, uh, as far as um, the Blue Jays, a, it, he didn't have the he didn't have the platoon edge. I just I remember liking the. Liking yeah. the matchup. Going up against Ryan Nelson. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I don't I don't yeah. So I'm not worried about the platoon edge there. Yeah. Here here's what all right, I'll save my I'll save my interesting one for the for last. Uh Jorge Soler, uh Dean Kramer. Kramer's given up almost two homers a game. Hmm. 
So, and I know it's in Miami, but uh, I'm, I'm taking Soler there. Uh, Kramer is just giving up homers. And I am going the under, and I'm hopefully I don't get hit by lightning. I'm going the under on L.A. De La Cruz. Ooh. He's Ooh. A pretty hefty 9.2, but he's going against Corbin Burns. Yeah. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just, you know, I think Burns gets fired up for the matchup, and you know, so I'm going the under in Ellie Cruz. Yeah, I wonder if rivals expecting Ellie to steal first, uh, steal well first, second. Yeah, third, exactly. yeah, yeah. Well, there is he that. Can't steal first, but there is that. That was amazing. Really, just unbelievable that he was able to <laughs> steal second, third, and home all while the same batter was was up that was just wacky i wonder if i was against the brewers uh, does does william Contreras have some big issues keeping guys on base that's i don't think it's he's better than he has been but yeah they're a team that i'm not afraid to to pick on as far as the run game goes was it right but i mean wasn't it against was it against washington I think it was against the Brewers because they okay, were playing yeah. right before the break. Okay, and then it was a, it was a previous series that the Reds had Washington, and it was a foregone conclusion they just weren't going to stop running. Mm-hmm. Well, I can't say I wish you luck with that bet because I <laughs> do well. But no, I uh, I like your picks. Good stuff on on rival. Come join us over there if you, if you can. It's a it's a good time and. Um, yeah, we appreciate their sponsorship of the podcast. Let me take care of another little piece of business here. Then we will move on to two-star pitchers for next week. A little read from our friends over at Home Run Index. We know the weather can impact how far a ball can fly, but we never know what all that heat and humidity or cold air is really doing to the ball. The Home Run Forecast Index gives us an easy way to determine how good or bad the air is for ball flight. The index is calculated by measuring stadium-specific weather conditions and is displayed on a scale from 1 to 10, 1 being the most unfavorable for good ball flight and 10 indicating the most favorable air. There's a strong correlation between the index and the number of runs scored per game and the number of home runs hit. Games that have the highest index 10 for the whole game average over 10 runs and 2.8 homers over the course of the year. An index is created for each game so you can see what it will be in any stadium and how the weather's influence might change over the course of the game as well as the wind direction. Right now you can get access to the HRF premium site for only $5 a month and see what the index will look like for every hour of every game. Go to homerunforecast.com now to sign up. Sounds like a a cool tool they have over there. Uh, Todd, no two-star pitchers last week, but we are back doing our uh, zero-to-five thing here. Um, follow along with us if you want with our probable pitchers page. You can customize the grid to start on Monday, July 17th. So for the week of Monday, July 17th, starting off, we have Zach Davies. It's got to go to Atlanta, then at Cincinnati. I mean, that's... Probably a zero, right? Uh, I'll 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 see you probably and say definitely. Yeah, those two road matchups, that's pretty rough. So uh, Davies is one and five with a six three seven ERA. So you'd have to really 
uh, be talking crazy to, to throw him out there. Bryce Elder, all-star. Congrats to him. Uh, big surger from the preseason. I don't think anybody expected this, but 7-2, 2.97 ERA. Did have his worst outing probably maybe of his entire career on the day before the all-star break. But overall, the overall body work, fantastic. He's home against Arizona, opposite Davies, by the way, on Tuesday. Then at Milwaukee. So Bryce Elder, not a five, but I'm going to go four because I think he's he bounces back from that outing against Tampa Bay. Yeah, I, he's yes, he's pitched well, all-star. Even with the, the poor game, he's still out over his skis a bit. There's some regression coming. But, I don't know. Yeah, there's enough good stuff there that I'll go with the four as well. Okay, okay. Um, next up, Tyler Wells. Pretty underrated pitcher. He's really helped fantasy managers who spent on him early. Got to face the Dodgers, though, and then Tampa Bay. So, home against the Dodgers at Tampa Bay. Where do you land on Tyler Wells of Baltimore? This this may seem high, but I'm standing by it. I'm going four. Oh, okay. I'm going to go three, but that's a strong endorsement of Mr. Wells there. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, mean, I have him ranked 26th overall, and he's going deep into games, which helps. So, I, yeah, I'm buying into it. Now, Cole Irvin's last start before the break, he was at Minnesota. Uh, goes six innings, only one earned run, and really a lot of uh, ones on the box score, but only recently has he stretched out. So uh, one earned run in each of his last four appearances, a total of 15 uh, third innings, but uh, yeah, two, three, five ERA over his last four appearances. Would you consider Cole Irvin, though, with this two-step? You could continue to talk, and it's not going to talk me any higher than a zero. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he's been pitching okay, but realistically, I can't really see that. Uh, Nick Pavetta, he gets Oakland on the road, then he's home against the Mets. So going to the Coliseum definitely gives him a shred of appeal. I imagine I'll have him on some waterfalls this weekend. Um, Nick Pavetta, I mean, it is Nick Pavetta after all, but at Oakland – Versus the Mets. I'm going to go with the two, I think. I'm going to go two as well. But I don't – I mean, if he's not going to go five innings, he's not a two even. So I, I, it's sort of a leap of faith that they that the Red Sox squeeze five out of him. Good caveat to throw out there for sure. Now, somebody – I don't know who it was, but somebody threw out Jamison Tyone as a potential Reds target and – Inner division maybe doesn't work out, but you know what? I mean, if you, Tyone, I are you not going to trade Jamison Tyone? Inner division. I mean, if you yeah, if, if that, I mean, on. first of all, I, that's one of my pet peeves is if your team's better, you make the deal regardless. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't. I mean, if the Reds are the only one willing to give up or giving up the biggest prospect haul, you deal within the division, right? I mean, I don't know. But he's the kind of guy we were talking again on the radio uh, with Eric Halterman. I don't see the Reds making a big splash, but I do think they would like somebody. I think their big splash is getting Green and Lodolo back. And then yeah. I, I, I wouldn't 
mind if there was someone in the middle, you know, not not this year's Gibson though, Kyle Gibson, who you know pitches well and then gets the regression after the trade. So I hope it's not someone like that, especially in that park. But um, I could see Tyone. But anyway, yeah, I, it's just a possibility, just a thought that somebody had that I was like, hmm, that's intriguing because yeah. it would be a decent buy low. Um, Tyone gets the Nats at home. You got to love that. Then the uh, disappointing Cardinals at home. So assuming he's still with the Cubs throughout the week, that will be his two-step versus Washington versus St. Louis. As poorly as he's pitched, like I still think that's probably a three. I have him in the two range. I'm going to go two. But I could see where I I can I see the three, but I this year I this time I actually do have him ranked, um, so I am going to go two. That's that's fair. Um, what about Drew Smiley for the Cubs? Same two step for him versus Washington versus St. Louis. Um, man, I don't. I I, I kind of I I have him in the zero range, but I do have a hard time giving him a zero. So I'm going to give him a one. Yeah, one sounds sounds right for, for a guy like Smiley. Uh, okay, to the Reds. Uh, Brandon Williamson. I actually started him in the Stake League for this matchup, the first of these matchups is against San Francisco. So uh, keep me in your thoughts and prayers. Um, his two-step in normal leagues is versus San Francisco versus Arizona. The whip is better than the ERA. And I see flashes, so I'm going to give Williamson a one. I understand if you'd go zero. Well, I'm glad you understand because that's where I'm going. <laughs> and Luke Weaver, that's an easy zero. Yeah, no, William. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at Williamson, and I it's I need some strikeouts. I don't know that I'm going to get the strikeouts. Yeah, I just in order to, uh, I mean. It's around one an inning. Maybe that's not fair, but I, I just don't like it. Hey, teach their own. I mean, I wouldn't <laughs> feel good about starting, but I, I yeah. am in one league, and uh, I, I would consider him in maybe like the, the 15 okay. teamer. Uh, Shane Bieber at Pitt, at uh, I'm sorry, at Pitt versus Philly. So, little Pennsylvania two step there. Uh. I don't think he's a five anymore, but hmm. maybe with this he is, but I'm going to go four. No, I have him a four. I, yeah. Yeah, I have him a four. Yeah. I can't, I can't go higher. What about, uh, well, we can just say Peter Lambert zero. Yeah, we can say that. Yeah. <laughs> no reason to uh, elaborate further. Let me just, yeah, it is Peter Lambert. Let me just. Yeah, I'm to be sure that I had his first name right, Lucas Giolito. He could be a red, maybe him or Lance Lynn. I, I hate to make this too red centric, but uh, they are Reds are good again. They're on the conscience, and I don't. Well, they and I, I said this tomorrow, so whatever. I don't know. That, to me, the Reds. They're America's I, team. Come on. I no no no. I yeah. I I don't think they want to. They're there, but. To me, it's one year. You don't want to. You have you have one shot. You're gonna if you're gonna trade 
a really good prospect, you got to get it right. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to ruin a three, four, five year window trying to do it one year too early. Well, that's and, definitely a good point. I've done that in fantasy. Though. Oh yeah, yeah. Hello. Uh, yeah. So it depends upon the haul it would take to get Giolito. Mm-hmm. If 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 the White Sox were able to get like a bidding war, the Reds have the prospect pet, uh, you know, the the assets. But is this the guy? Is this the one? You, is this the move you want to make? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just don't know. Especially when you have Lodolo and, and Green coming back. I guess that's counting a little too much on Lodolo. Yeah, I mean, I'd be fine with Lynn too if it'd be cheaper. Yeah. I mean, Lynn in that park. Ooh. Yeah, it could be ugly, but. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Giolito would be the preferred option, but the pros- the additional cost it would take to get him may uh, yeah. deter the Reds. We'll see. Well, we talk, we talked about Eric. Um, Marcus Stroman might be interesting for the Reds. Mm. Uh, yeah, keep the ball works. down. Keep the ball down in that place. Anyway. Well, Giolito is at the Mets and at Minnesota. Hmm. I think I'm gonna go four. I mean, how are you? How are you sitting, the guy? I got him five. Got but him five? Okay. I think it has to do with I'm just a little higher on Giolito baseline, and then 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 some at this point. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so that's reasonable. Okay, um, I mentioned Matt Manning among the CBS, you know, pickups, the roster trends over there, and getting added a lot of places, and. Uh, Understandable given this upcoming two step at Kansas City, then versus San Diego. The second half, not quite as appealing, but the way he's pitching, man, you, you got to be pretty excited about Matt Manning. Um, not if you like strikeouts. That's true, but I mean, performance wise, he's a bright spot for for uh, Detroit. Tariq Scoobal, maybe even more appealing, frankly. Yeah, but Matt Manning, I'm going to go with. Uh, the KC start makes him just I think that bumps him up to a three for me. I just I, pitchers like this that just don't get the strikeouts scare me. Strikeouts matter and oh gosh. I the the, the most I can go is one. And that's okay. yeah, and that's and that's yeah. Yeah, I just I like him against Kansas City, so I'd probably yeah. roll the dice. But uh, I, I totally see where you're coming from. More conservative approach with a guy with low Ks. Seems like a safer route. Scooble's only gone four innings in his first two appearances. Um, 57 pitches and 63 pitches. Seems like it'll probably be a gradual thing. But, uh, you know, he's getting the Ks early on. So he's got 11 Ks in eight innings. Only two walks. Zero earned runs. Only two hits. So. You got to factor in that maybe he doesn't go five. Maybe he's capped around 70 pitches, but uh, I think Scoobles probably a three, two for me. I am. I haven't ranked the four, but I need to bring down the pitch. Like you mentioned the innings. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think it goes to 75 innings. That's five, 15 pitches an inning. I think he can go five, but I think I am projected for a little more than five. So mm-hmm. if I bring him down to five and five, I think he lands in the three range. Okay. Yeah, that sounds sounds good to me. Let me just get a little uh, timestamp rocking here on our outline. For well, the, I, am, uh, well, I am five against Kansas City. 
It's not yeah. out of the question that he could go five. Yeah, no, no. I mean, even 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 fourteen pitches an inning is five. You know, seventy pitches can be projected as five innings pretty easily. Mm-hmm. So just beware that he's not fully turned loose yet. Actually, I have him five in both cases, and I had him ranked as a um, four, but I think that's because his recent numbers are really good, so they help my my system. But he didn't go five innings in them, and I didn't. I don't. It shouldn't count as much. So anyway, I see. Well, here's an interesting one. Hunter Brown. He's got to go to Colorado. Then he gets at Oakland. So kind of two different sides of the coin there. But uh, you mentioned how bad Colorado is just generally. Uh, Brown not a lefty. He is a righty. But uh, I don't think this Colorado starts going to completely scare me off. I'm going to go. I think with a three here as well. Yep, that's where I am. Yeah. He's kind of – he's been pretty good, but ERA is up over four now. Um, all right, Kansas City, Daniel Lynch, Ryan Yarbrough. They get Detroit at home, then they go to the Yankees. I think I'm going to give both these guys a zero. Would you consider either one? I'm not considering Yarbrough. I forget who the other name was. Uh, Lynch. Oh Daniel wait, Lynch. Yeah, yeah, Yarbrough. I have ranked like a like a one, but uh, I'm I'll no, I don't trust Yarbrough. Lynch. No, not trusting Lynch. The I, I, reason I'm kind of being a little flighty because I'm trying to trying to think and do this at the same time because you were talking about cores and I'm beginning to wonder. Runs are up, right? I don't. I wonder if that lessens how scared we should be of Coors Field, because I wonder if they go up proportionately in Coors Field. You know what I mean? If so, if if we're, you know, so maybe we should be a little bit less concerned because pitchers are giving up more runs everywhere. I don't know if it's proportionate though. It's just something I, I have to sort of keep in my mind. Because looking at the Rockies' numbers it is more tempting than ever to stream in Coors Field. And there are some guys this week. You mentioned Brown. We'll talk about Garrett Cole. There are some good pitchers going in Coors Field. Yeah, that's true. Um, back to the two-start list here, though. Uh, no two-start pitchers for the Angels. We have an off day. It looks like Thursday. Let's see that. that makes sense. Then for the Dodgers, Emmett Sheehan. He's uh, 2-0, and he kind of had his first stumble before the break, but it's been pretty smooth sailing for 23-year-old Emmett Sheehan. He's at Baltimore, at Texas, so kind of a tough two-step. And just a quick aside, you know, the Rangers had five all-star starters in that lineup. Uh, Seager, Simeon, Adelise Garcia, Josh Young, and Jonah Heim, yeah. So... They've been a huge surprise this season. I don't hear anybody talking about them as an actual World Series threat, though. I, do you think people, the general public, is kind of selling this team short? The Rangers. Well, they have been fortunate on batting average with runners in scoring position, but they're still good. It's the pitching, mm-hmm. and is the pitching going to hold up? Is the bullpen going to hold up? Um, so I think that if they go out and get a Giolito. 
you know, it's just amazing what they've been doing without DeGrom. Mm. Uh, can Evaldo st- Evaldi stay healthy? Can Heaney stay healthy? The, the guys that are doing well are have injury concerns. And Martin Perez is not doing well. So, you know, I, I you know, and they got some younger arms, but they're not ready. Uh, yeah, Jack Leiter's kind of – I saw James Anderson got a note on him. He's really had some struggles, but – Yeah, not when, that, yeah. Know, Remember when Texas had all the young pitching and where is it, you know? So. Yeah. It's just kind of funny. You know, I hear a lot of talk about Atlanta and, you know, Tampa Bay and Baltimore and even the I, Red. Yeah, yeah, I think it's the pitching. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it seems like even though they had five all-star starters, nobody's really buying – what the Rangers are selling. Uh, Emmett, Emmett Sheehan at Baltimore, at Texas. Um, hmm. I think I'm going to only go three here. Maybe that's high, but. I'm going two. Yeah. We had a, someone asked me on one of the Rotowire columns, rest of season, you mentioned it before, Michael Lorenzen or Emmett Sheehan. I'm going that's... Lorenzen. I'm still a tried and true kind of guy. But I, I can see if you need more than what you think Lorenzen can give you, you go for Sheehan. But I think Sheehan, I, I think Lorenzen is my pick. Could depend on where Lorenzen ends up. You got to think he's a strong trade That's candidate. True. That's yeah, I mean, true. he doesn't make a lot of sense. <laughs> go back to Cincinnati, right? <laughs> oh, boy. Man, center field again. Uh, Brian Hoeing for the. Miami Marlins at St. Louis versus Colorado. Hmm. You really have to think about it? I probably don't. <laughs> I, I don't. Mean, that's a zero. All right. Yep. Let's yep. Uh, pause briefly to take care of our last piece of business here on today's show and throw to a quick word from our Blue Wire sponsors. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right, we are back on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. Clay Link of Rotowire.com here with FSWA Hall of Famer, the man Lord Zola. And Todd, uh, moving our way down the list of two-star pitchers for next week, the week of July 17th. Uh, Those two-star pitchers from Milwaukee, but then for Minnesota, Sonny Gray and Bailey Ober. You were on Ober 
And credit to you on that. And uh, even still, given the great first half he's had, he may still be among the most underrated arms in the game right now. Sonny Gray, Bailey Ober, both with sub three ERAs at Seattle and versus the White Sox. I think I might give Sonny a five and Bailey a four. I'm at five for both. And I'm going to stick with it. The The competition is just not that great. Mm. Although I'm, as I'm looking at things now, I think this is the first, you know, first time in a long time that I remember that my number one ranked pitcher for the week is only one start. And that's Kevin Gosman and mm. Sonny Gray is number two. There's just not a lot of aces with two starts because a lot of them are going over the weekend. Yeah. Right. So there's just not a lot of aces with two starts. Yeah, that's a good point, given how the, the schedule shakes out. Uh, Carlos Carrasco of the Mets, ERA over five. He's versus the White Sox at Boston. Oof. Cookies, uh, you know, I like Cookie early on in the, the underdog drafts. Hasn't really worked out. Although at least he's healthy right now. So that's uh, something that can't be said for most of my arms there. Um. Hmm. Still not good. I think I'm maybe go two on Cookie, just almost like a legacy two. I'm at a zero. I mean, wow. I need to. I'm going to double check to see if I something egregiously wrong. But I mean, it's not even. It's, I am like a one o two. I think about it, but I am like in the one thirties. So okay. I'm out. Yeah, again, it's probably just the name value, the legacy. That's <laughs> you know, kind of. Messing with my mind here, Carrasco, yeah. but could be. I could see a situation where I'd trot him out. Uh, Domingo Herman at the Angels versus Kansas City. Uh, we know he had that perfect game, but around that, it hasn't been pretty. Uh, still give him a. I guess Kansas City. I think I'll go three. I got him at the you know, as a four. Okay. Wow. Um, I, it feels high, but that's where I have him, so I'll stick with it. Got him as a four. Okay. What about Luis Medina? I don't imagine he'd uh, be anywhere. Yeah, you know what that yeah, that four may be coming from. The perfect game is still part of my recent numbers. Sure. And I think that's feeding into that ranking because there. I should explain. A lot of this work, Patrick David at Baseball HQ, amongst others. Whereas pitching, whereas hitting streaks have shown to be kind of happenstance, pitching streaks are, are kind of real. That is, a pitcher pitching well has a better probability of keeping, keeping pitch. I'm not talking well today. Continuing to pitch well. So there is something to be said for a pitcher on a hot streak. So I do factor that in. And I think, I, I suspect... Herman's perfect game is still part of my numbers. And as we know, all right, it's wonderful, a perfect game, but there's still some Babbitt block, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So anyway, um, so that's why he's, I have him before. I think your three is probably more realistic. Well, Luis Medina, Ken Wall. Oh, that's a zero. I mean, both zeros, right? Yeah. 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 yeah I can't see that. Uh, what about Aaron Nola? Is he a five for you, or are you uh, 
docking him because I know you we like to typically keep that five as a special. No, he, I mean he is a five, but mm-hmm. I mean he should be far and away my number one pitcher this week. Yeah, you know I mean uh, I'm still I am still a believer, and I thought I I thought I saw some stuff heading into the break that gives me some optimism. So maybe it's um, what's the bias um, confirmation bias or something. I don't know, mm-hmm. but um, I am, uh, you know, 12, 12 strikeouts against the Rays, um, you know, six against Miami is not great, but the, the strikeouts are kind of there heading into the break. I think you mentioned that Cleveland kind of turned it on offensively, but at Cleveland's always, I mean, just such a ripe spot. So I think, yeah, versus Milwaukee at Cleveland, I think Nola's a five. Yeah, now you don't you don't you don't pile up strikeouts against Cleveland, at least on paper, but you usually don't get your butt handed to you either. Right. Uh Mitch Keller versus those uh Guardians at home, and then he's at the Angels. Um you going five on Mitch Keller? Probably. Um I think I might have him in the four range. But I do like. I think I. I think I do like him as a five. Um, I think oh, I. Boy. If we get if we get done in time, uh, I want to try to do one more underdog second half draft because I want one more chance to draft Mitch Keller. I got him at twenty one. If 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 one to twenty is five, then you know he's borderline. Yeah, I'm keeping that five special. I'm not not anointing him a five. I, I, I think he's kind of special. I mean, he's um, a pretty I'm, special arm, but he's I'm, not I'll, at that yeah. level for me. I will go four because I have him as a, you know, a a, a four point four 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 four. So need to round him up almost. <laughs> well, if you drafted Joe Musgrove, it was a little disappointing and frustrating at first because he, you know, was hurt. He dropped that weight on his toe, then he had a setback, and he just it took a while for him to build up, but. <laughs> Eventually finished the first half eight and two with a three two nine ERA. Does get uh, at Toronto, then at Detroit. Man, with the way he's pitched since his return, and you know, just these, you, know, you feel good about the innings per start. I think I'm going to go five on Musgrove. I get him as a five, and he was one of the guys I got in, in a couple of my underdogs. Nice, yeah, me too. Brian Wu's been uh, kind of. A darling in fantasy lately. He's uh, versus Minnesota, then versus Toronto, and same for Bryce Miller, who will be returning from the IL. Due back after the break, so you're going to slot him in at the backside of that rotation. We'll see what the innings look like for him, but Brian Wu is really pretty interesting. And versus Minnesota <coughs> versus me. Toronto. I think I'm gonna go three on Wu, but it's borderline four. I'm still in a two. Ooh. I like what I see, but if this were like early in the year, we'd be saying we haven't seen enough innings yet. I'm gonna go two. All right. Well, what about Bryce Miller? Let's see. Um, yeah, man. Okay. Did he have any? I don't see any sort of rehab outing. See, I have him. I have him at a four, but I think we're thinking along the same lines. I don't know that we can give him a four or wherever you're thinking with the innings that he's going to pitch. Yeah. His final two outings before going on the IL with uh, a finger issue, four and a third, three and a third, not seeing any minor league appearances in the game log. So 
man, that's kind of a tough, tough projection in his first start back. Um, I think I'm going to give him a three, two. Yeah, I mean, ask yourself, would you, would, if you had to choose Wu or Miller, who would you choose? Yeah, I would choose Wu because the, yeah, yeah he's a little healthier. Now that I've asked myself that question, I think I'm with you, and then they're both threes. Nice. Okay. Yeah, I think that sounds right to me, so I'm glad to hear it sounds right to you. Yeah. Uh, Logan Webb, Anthony DiSclefani for the San Francisco Giants. they got to travel to Cincinnati, so that'll be a revenge game for Disco at Cincinnati. Then uh, they're at Washington, so a little – Little a uh, reprieve after the tough outing in Cincinnati. But Webb, I think, is a five. Yep. Uh, where do you land on Disclafani, though? Um, it's um, where am I gonna go? I'm probably gonna go. I think that comes out to a two. I'm gonna go two, two, and that yeah, it so- feels generous, but I'm gonna say two. Yeah, I mean, I. It's the uh, it's the parks. I don't love the parks. Yeah, we'll see if he uh, shows up in Cincinnati though. Uh, Jordan Montgomery. Now he's uh, almost certainly going to be traded, but assuming he's with the Cardinals through next week, it'll be versus Miami, then at the Cubs. And same for Dakota Hudson, who was brought back up and seems. Uh, well, we'll see. I. I thought he'd probably be in relief initially, but maybe he gets these starts. Well, Libertor has not earned them. Yeah, Libertor has been brutal. Um, And Montgomery versus Miami at the Cubs. I think Montgomery's probably a three. Yeah, I agree. Um, And then, geez. I'm at zero. Hudson's a zero, yeah. I'm at zero. Can't trust him. Never struck guys out anyway. Okay, uh, Taj Bradley at Texas versus Baltimore. Not a five, and with those matchups, probably not even a four, but I do like what I've seen from Bradley. Ordering on a four for me, but I think I'm going to go three. Man, I have him outside. I have him outside the top 100. I need to double-check that. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say two, pretending I'm not – pretending I don't see my ranks. And I'm gonna I'm gonna check that one before he, uh, before uh, posting them tomorrow morning. And we have Yanni Chirinos penciled in. Um, he's kind of been essentially the fifth starter, though working as a long man, you know, the bulk guy after an opener. So um, don't expect him to start these games, but he'll probably be the primary guy on these two occasions at Texas versus Baltimore. I think I'll go with a. One. See, I, I I have him well outside the top as well. I'm wondering if there's some kind of spreadsheet glitch with the Rays that I need to check. But I'm going to go a one, and again, double check where I am with him coming in. Just let me do something real quick here. All right, all right. Moving on to the final few names here on the list. Then we will recap after we're all done. Dane Dunning has got to face Tampa Bay and the Dodgers. He's been great, but this is uh, this could be a dose of reality here. I think I'm going to go four. His number, agree, his, but... his his outcomes have been great. Yeah. 
skills peripherals pedestrian. 59 Ks in 92 innings. That's it, huh? Wow. You know, Jeez. 24 wow. walks. It's six, it's six homers in 92 mm-hmm. innings. So, you know, it's just a matter of how much we trust that he's doing something about the homers or if he's just dumb luck. And three of those came in one game. So um, you talked you talked me down to a three, by the way. Uh, which okay, I'm at two. So at least okay. we come down. We came down a bit. Yeah, you're right. That you got to dig. I mean, it's if you play fantasy baseball, it's kind of obvious. But uh, I mean, you can't you can't got to dig deeper than just the surface. Right, and you can't you can't get married to Statcast either. Yeah, it's, of course. You know, it's, it, it's it's so you know or more uh, descriptive than predictive, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. Finally, Chris Bassett and Mackenzie Gore. So Chris Bassett is versus San Diego at Seattle. Who? Um, well, I am only for one. So, okay, I must must have been changed since I did my numbers. I'm going to go four as well, mainly because I have him on a, a couple of my second half underdog teams. So I got to root for him. Yay! Um, so go Bassett. And then Mackenzie Gore at the Cubs versus San Francisco. I I think I'm going to go three. I'm going to go one. I just okay. – I, 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 he could put up two great outings. Or, I don't know. I, 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 eh, I'm going to go one. So would you you'd start like a long relief guy over, over a guy like that? Probably. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Um, yeah. I mean, not locking you into anything. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, probably at this point, I just, I'm looking at the recent numbers. He hasn't, you know, he, he, I know he had, I think when that was a relief outing, he's been pretty terrible lately. Um, mm-hmm. But previous to that, he was on a little bit of a run against Igor. So, well, I don't know. I'm going to stick with the one. I'll I'll stick with the one. He's had 18 starts. And all right, all right. So one of them was two and two-thirds, and it was seven runs, so he got crushed. And the other one was that rain game, right, against the Reds, one and a third. Mm -hmm. That was a rain game. So uh, maybe I'm putting too much. uh, I need to check my innings projected because part of it is – what he's done previously. If you got two games where you're, aver- where you're averaging less than two innings, I may need to up his innings projection my hand. All right. Well, good stuff today, Todd. Let's uh, recap our two-star pitcher grades. I'll get the timestamp in here. All right. Two-star pitchers for the week of July 17th. Still a long way to go, people. Let's uh, – Let's keep grinding and see where we end up when it's all said and done. All right. Zach Davies, zero. Bryce Elder, four. Tyler Wells, I say three, Todd, four. Cole Irvin, zero. Nick Pavetta, two. Jamison Tyone, I say three, Todd, two. Drew Smiley, one. Brandon Williamson, I say one, Todd, zero. Luke Weaver, zero. Shane Bieber, four. Peter Lambert, zero. Lucas Giolito, I say four. Todd, five. Matt Manning, I say three. Todd, one. Tariq Skubal, three. Hunter Brown, three. Daniel Lynch, zero. Ryan Yarbrough, zero. Emmett Sheehan, 
I say three, Todd, two. Brian Hoeing, zero. Sonny Gray, five. Bailey Ober, I say four, Todd, five. Carlos Carrasco, I say two, Todd, zero. Domingo Herman, I say three, Todd, four. Luis Medina, zero. Ken Waldachuk, zero. Uh, Aaron Nola, five. Mitch Keller, four. Joe Musgrove, five. Brian Wu, I say three, Todd, two. Bryce Miller, three. Logan Webb, five. Anthony DiScofani, two. Jordan Montgomery, three. Dakota Hudson, zero. Taj Bradley, I say three, Todd, two. Yanni Chirinos, one. Dane Dunning, I say three, Todd, two. Chris Bassett, four. And finally, Mackenzie Gore, I say three, Todd, one. So great stuff, Todd. Um, glad to hear your your break was went well and, you know, fun and safe. And, uh, anything else on your mind today? Ah, yeah, I'm just looking forward to some ball being played again and a strong second half. Let's finish it out. And uh, we'll be here, you know, yeah. every Friday. Every Friday. And we know that the All-Star break doesn't come at the exact halfway point. Would you say we got, what, about 40% of the season left? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. about 40%. So, yeah, if you're, you know, if you're not in the money now, that doesn't mean you can't get up there. So let's – Keep putting in the work. And yeah, I hope you'll join us next week on the Rotowire Fantasy Baseball Podcast. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.